Hey, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hello, friends and family of Effort of Community Church. Welcome to our weekly podcast. I'm here with Pastor of Discipleship, Matt Swords. Good morning. <laughs> it's good to see you, Matt, with it's that level of excitement coming into our podcast. I'm uh, excited. Uh, so many neat things happened. By the way, a child was born unto Rachel and I. Oh, I'm, yeah. Congratulations. I'm service pastor this coming week, and uh, I'll talk a little bit more about my son. Are you guys going to have the baby announcement this weekend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. going to do it yourself. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. Got it. Yep. And then he's going to get dedicated in March. going to be so excited. But yeah, he is with us. And thank you for everyone who prayed. Hey, I first want to begin. Uh, we love to chat a little bit about some of the responses we're getting. I mean, at the end of the day, seeing the Holy Spirit do great work in people's lives is wonderful. And this past yeah. weekend, we had the baptism. Isn't it beautiful to yes, see baptisms? Is. Yeah. I've never been part of a community where I enjoy baptisms so much. Dude, I love the the celebration, the community celebration after every person comes out of the water. Just the cheers, the applause. It's just incredible. The atmosphere is like electric. It's awesome. It makes me happy. And then also the testimonies being read so that the person yeah. can actually just fully engage with what the Spirit's doing. And yeah. it makes me happy. Here's a fun little story that came out of this past weekend. Yeah, uh, Matt Swords and I sometimes... Um, do the broadcast intro before the service starts. And we will often during baptism stuff, just remind people like, hey, you might be at home watching and God might speak to you about coming and getting baptized, getting in your car. And then this past weekend, Kevin reiterated it from the front. He said, hey, he knows. Now, Kevin had felt in prayer during the week that someone online was going to respond. Okay. Uh, but he said he actually forgot to mention it. Sometimes when he senses this, he gets up there. Let me get my story out. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. so excited Sorry. in the Lord. Some um, things to say. He sometimes gets up there. And I mean, trust me, when you're up front there, your brain turns off in some ways. Mm-hmm. And he forgot to say it, right? Um, <laughs> I guess you and I know more it's than most. Phenomena for sure. Uh, but he didn't say it. Sure enough, some guy yeah. shows up. Um, in the afternoon baptism time, 12 yeah. o'clock, you know, yeah. it was for people who feel more less comfortable about being in front of wow. a couple hundred people showing up. This guy shows up and he had been watching online this morning, felt like the Lord spoke to him about baptism. Yeah. 70, I think 70, 74 years old. Um, and he also felt a little embarrassed getting baptized that late in life, but isn't it beautiful? That is Lord amazing. Now, there's a detail you didn't mention Do was tell. that a person came to me with a word of knowledge saying there's someone watching online. Well, not Kevin. I didn't know this. I know. Well, that's, I, I think could, Kevin knew this. Uh, no, he wouldn't have known this because at the end of the Sunday, you can watch it online. At the end of the, yesterday's, you know, just hear the words of knowledge yeah. I'm sharing. And and I said explicitly, hey, there's somebody watching online and the Lord's saying to you, you need to get here to get baptized. Dude, that's beautiful. As a word of well, knowledge. Kevin felt it during the week. You felt that. Yep. I mean, at least I didn't the, feel that it. word no. came, right? It came from somebody you else. delivered it. I delivered uh, but it. But it's so beautiful. No. Story's not done. <laughs> no, okay. There's, but wait, there's more. Yeah. So while he's, after he's baptized, he's standing there drying off telling this story. And a woman who is at the front getting prayed for at the prayer team hears him and turns and says, I was that same person last year. I was watching online, felt the Holy Spirit tell yeah. me I was supposed to get baptized. She came and got baptized. She's been, uh, she's been coming since then. So isn't that amazing? So somebody with an earshot of that story. Overheard said, it talk and said, that was me last year. Oh, my word. Yeah. Holy Spirit makes me happy. I I'm a big fan. I love that. And me too. And um, hey, it was not just baptism. It was Vision Weekend. This is yeah. that week when we sit and we go, hey, here's something about who we are as a church, and we set a pace for the year. Um, I'm really excited about what this year means. We've had some words over us as a community around the name of Jesus being on us. Yeah. On top of that, 
Um, I think one of the things that Kevin did this last weekend that got me excited, he told this story about Vince Lombardi when he was trying to rebuild a particular football team known as the Green Bay Packers. First time he meets him, he holds up a football and he starts from the basics. This is a football. Mm -hmm. And Kevin held up the Bible, said, this is the Bible, and we are going to look at the Gospels and we're going to look at the life of Jesus this year. So we have, for the first time ever in the history of this church, we have laid out our sermon series for the year, naturally allowing for Holy Spirit directions and redirections and uh, body checks along the way. We have laid it out that we will be in the Gospel and the Book of Acts looking at who was Jesus and how did his earliest followers follow him and try to mimic him, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, well, the goal is that we, as his people, God's people, would represent Christ. Um, Christ represented in us and to the world around us, and... um, I mean, what a better way to go about it than taking um, very determined steps to prioritize that weekly through the whole year. I mean, it's very purposeful unto that vision, unto that end. And, and I mean, it's not just, hey, here's a good idea. It is like prioritizing yeah. what God is. It's taking the priority that we discern God is putting on us. Mm-hmm. And we're saying, okay, we're going to step into that. We're going to abide in that priority that we sense the Lord is giving us. That's right. And we're going to take the scriptures, and we all know that, I mean, if you've been in our community long enough, we talk about how the fact that Jesus didn't write a gospel. Mm-hmm. I'm, ne- I'm I'm forever amazed at the fact that he just didn't take the time. Yeah, it was one of his few mistakes he made. I know. I'm going to have to say that if I was... I, I like to not refer to them as mistakes, but um, uh, the gotta, shadow side of his ministry you gotta was... got to call a spade a spade sometimes, <laughs> He could have written a gospel, <laughs> but instead he decided to give us... Um, Four people, um, yeah. and he said, hey, here are people who looked in on me in the same way that I oftentimes say the God of the Old Testament reminds us I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I believe Jesus would say I'm the God of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and these lives I've touched, right? Oh, yeah. And just a reminder that it is people whose lives were touched by Jesus that then gave us stories. So we are sitting down this year in the four Gospels, and uh, I was recently in some meetings planning with Kevin some of the series where we're going to look at some of the ways he carried himself in ministry. We're going to look at some of the ways he prepped his disciples. I mean, matter of fact, that's yeah. going to be what we do out of the gate. Um, uh, it, coming up in the next few weeks is how did he call people into following him? Mm-hmm. Uh, how did he receive his own calling, right? And when he's being baptized by John the Baptist, yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun these next couple of weeks. And then we're going to take some time to look at his miracles. I mean, John records seven miracles. John calls them signs. Mm-hmm. And we're going to later in the year, we're going to take time to look at them. So I'm absolutely excited about the fact that we're just simply staring at the life of Jesus this year and how to represent him in the world. Um, I don't know about you. No, I yeah, I'm excited as well. Now, when does this series actually kick off? Because this coming weekend's missions yeah, weekend. Yeah, is thank it, you. Is it the following? Do thank you, know? you for the commercial there. Yeah, well sure. done. Yeah, hey, this coming weekend we're celebrating. Uh, this past weekend was Take One Step, mm-hmm. and uh, I, we do want to come back to that because yeah. that's something that Matt and I are quite passionate about. Yeah. Most of what we want to chat about today is what's it mean to take one step? Why do we always talk about that? But next week we're going to have um, Missions Weekend, and we're going to feature HarvestNet International. Probably a third of our congregation isn't familiar with our founding pastor and how yeah. he was sent or activated out of this congregation to go and start a international leadership development and sowing into um, pioneer church planners around the world. 
We're going to hear a little bit from Harvestnet International this weekend. And then you're going to hear a little bit about the 14 partners outside of Harvestnet that we also partner with as a community. And many of them are going to be setting up chances for you to go to the gathering spaces and meet them. This is all news to me, Jim. Brother. (laughs) There's things that happened outside of what your hands are in. Is that right? Not often. I know. know. Wait, so Barry's actually sharing this weekend? Barry's this weekend. See, that's news. That's great news. Yeah, and we're featuring Harvestnet. This week's testimony video, I think you do know this part, is from one of our Harvestnet partners. Yeah. Um, But again, this weekend is about partnership. We're a community. We give approximately 20% away. Uh, 20% of the money that flows through this community, we turn around and give it away Mm -hmm. to partnership organizations that we believe in. And you get to hear from a bunch of them this weekend. So come ready. I think there's even going to be some treats again. Am I making that part up? I don't know. I got to be careful. I'm going to not speak to that. Come anyway. There's always, well, the cafe is always open. (laughs) Exactly. That's such a cheap, come and find me and I'll give you a gift certificate. If I just let you down, I'll give you a coffee gift certificate for the cafe. Now I want to talk about take one step. Uh, first of all, talk about why you and I hold this as a passion um, or tell us about the passion. Well, I love, I mean, speaking it's actually something I heard Kevin say for the first time years ago. He said, uh, growth should be normal. Yeah. Growing in your walk with the Lord or to look back and say and to have measurable growth saying I have grown over the, the course of whatever time frame. That should be normal. It, it is normal and um, it's supposed to be normal. So I love that. Um, just to, you know, I was obviously service pastor this past weekend. And so in communicating the different opportunities we're presenting for taking one step, more of the formal opportunities, there's a thousand steps the Holy Spirit could um, yeah. lead someone to do, to him, of yeah. course. Um, but more of the formal discipleship offerings that were presented, you know, I'm going through them. Um, but the big uh, cultural piece that that that's that that's over top of all of it is take one step right mm-hmm. um and and it is it's cultural language there is you don't have to do everything uh, but you have to do something right. and and from the front i would have just said what's the one thing you feel the holy spirit is inviting you into right. everything he speaks is always invitational come be with me where i am uh, come follow me what is that mm-hmm. and and really charging every single person to pause and consider what that is take that step because as you do that growth becomes normal. Um, And here's a number of opportunities that we are providing uh, for you to consider, um, not just just getting in a small group or joining a surf team, but like we have hermeneutics, apologetics. There's the Embark Internship, which is a huge deep dive That's into right. really restructuring your yeah, whole life. Spiritual disciplines. Yeah, yeah sure. so the, the, the spectrum is broad on what you can do. Um, but we, and I know you've shared this from the front, celebrate, maybe your first step is Coming to the front to receive prayer for the first time. Oh, yeah. Or um, joining a serve team. Exactly. Some people, they, they get activated in deeper spiritual formation simply mm-hmm. by serving, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So being faithful to, uh, one, what's the Holy Spirit inviting you to do? Do that. Maybe it's calling your 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 father, your child, and, and, and apologizing or forgiving. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be anything. I love Matthew 5, where Jesus is saying, hey, if any of you are presenting your offering and there, remember, your brother has something against you, leave your offering and go and be reconciled. Yeah. I love that because like that to me is that one step. Take that step. That's right. And and the Lord is doing that type of communication, like wholesale for every oh, single person. And this step can be any size. Like This is the beauty of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can, can amplify any step. Right. 
Um, but the key is to take one. Um, two thoughts come to mind. By the sure. way, I don't care. I love when Matt started even to list like call your father or yeah, yeah. or or take extra five minutes with a child this week. I don't care if it's even not buying the lottery ticket this week and saying Dude. that five bucks. I'm going to actually trust that God can meet me through this, not just the wild hope of a future, but believe in that the discipline of just not buying it this week. By the way, not trying to make any judgments about lottery trick. I'm just trying to say mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit will whisper something small to you that I'm telling you will have an amplified effect if yeah. the Holy Spirit spoke it. And you just push my play button, Jim. Do it. So I want to speak to that very point because there's things that go off in people. The Lord can speak a very clear invitation, come and do this. The enemy can be right there, or maybe the religious spirit to say, oh, that's not big enough. Mm-hmm. Um, or everybody else is doing this, you should do that as well. And I just want to, uh, I, I just, I don't, how do I say this? I want people to be freed from that uh, spiritual, in, that influence of a religious spirit or yeah. whatever that says, hey, what, your desire to take that step isn't good enough. Or I you're going to fail. Yeah, some yeah. type of, you know, we all have that inner dialogue that can go off. Um, and I was just talking to a gentleman not long ago who, when we were talking about the fast, he came up to me afterwards and said, the Lord just spoke to me really clearly to, to do a fast. Yeah. And then he said, and, and, the, and the detail was, um, he was going to, uh, he can eat whatever he wants, but the Lord told him the only liquid he can drink is water, water only. Yeah. And, you know. That might not be a big deal to some people. It is someone uh, addicted to Diet Coke. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> more. It, it's not Diet Coke, but it was, here, it here. was Swiss iced tea. He said, "No, he joke. Said, I haven't had water by itself for like 15 years. Yeah, I only drink iced tea." And so I just celebrated this man who oh, was not only doing it, but like that was the step for him, and he was excited to do it. Mm-hmm. And and it wasn't like, oh, that's simple or wait, only water? That's not good enough. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, man, I want all of us to be so just available to the Holy Spirit, saying, Lord, I say yes to what you invite me into. And even if it's, I mean, that's a landmark decision for this gentleman who's, yeah. that's, that was not an easy thing, um, that, that people realize that, like your mo- the most important thing you could ever do to grow in your walk with the Lord is what the Lord is inviting you to do that's right now. That's like, right, man. Don't get me. Now you're pushing my play button. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to also give my take on why take one step is important. Yeah. And uh, it has to do with, I'll use an example. I used to be an electrician. Matter of fact, I got through college as an electrician, um, worked for a great company. My brother also had a company, worked for him for a while. And I was always fascinated that when we were calculating what's called the load on a circuit, in other words, there's only supposed to be nine of those sockets or receptacles per circuit mm-hmm. um, to so that load. And here was key. It depended on what you were running on that circuit, because if you were running a refrigerator, the starting amps were higher than the running amps. And let me just show you what I mean by sure. that. When that refrigerator first kicks on, it may draw 15 out of a 20 amps of that circuit. When it's running, it only draws eight. Yeah. However, what it takes to get started is very deliberate and you got to factor that into that circuit. Right. And that's a bit what we're saying with Take One Steps. One of the reasons that twice a year we stop and we say, hey, even if you think you have it together in certain ways, even if you think that things are going well in certain ways, do an inventory right now of whether or not you need to take a step towards something in your life. Right. And if you don't, and one of the reasons we emphasize it is, is because we know the starting amps it takes to get something going, mm-hmm. right? And there's three things we're asking you: is there 
do you need to get closer to certain relationships? Do you need to develop certain habits or do you need to serve? There are yeah. three things that we have learned. And this is Matt and I pulling behind back the curtain of discipleship. Mm -hmm. It is over and over all studies around resiliency or growing in your faith, becoming a more flourishing human being are around transformational relationships, dedicated habits that mm -hmm. bring to about transformation and then service mm -hmm. to the world or to yeah. others. Though you do those three things flourishing takes place in your life. And yeah. that is one of the things that all of our take one steps. If you would have listened to Matt when he was up at, <laughs> during the service transition, he went through the full inventory. Whether you fully realize it, everything that we tried to go through was pushing you toward one of those three things, yeah. transformational relationships, new habits, or service. Yeah, that's exactly and right. makes me excited that we have such <laughs> a catalog of offerings for you to engage with. Please do one of them and get those, uh, get started. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I wanted to ask this earlier, speaking of take one step, how many people got baptized who didn't sign up previously? So I didn't there get were, the exact number. We'll find out two Saturday. I, I asked yeah. it just because of that whole, you know, what's that thing the Lord is telling you to do? And Oh, you want to hear another fun story from baptism? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, no. Come on, Matt. <laughs> um, there was a little girl, um, six oh, yeah. years old, mm -hmm. and she told her mom months ago that she wanted to get baptized. And so her mom forgot. So here the baptism starts and her little girl turns to her and goes, mommy, when do I go up? Like, what do I do? And her mom oh. had to share it with her that she had forgotten. And the little girl goes, well, I'm going to go up anyway. And the little girl came up, yeah. got baptized. Is that not beautiful? Yeah, that happened during <laughs> the service. So they got in the back of the line yeah. yeah, and didn't wait till 12. It was amazing. I love it, man. Tell me if that's not when good things are happening. And here to you, little six-year-old yeah. girl, uh, you are not little in the Lord, I assure you. I love You're pumped. that this is normal church culture. That's right. Dude, I just can't get over it. I remember the last time, a few times ago, we did baptism, and there was like 25 people in addition who just got baptized yeah. after the service, one after the other. You and I are in our plain clothes, yeah, right? I remember just jumping um, in. Oh, man. And, and afterwards, you know, I'm out up in the cafe, I'm talking to somebody about what their agenda was the rest of the day. You know, hey, what are you up to? And then I just was personally reflecting, um, just like, man, this is this is normal church life. People are just making incredible decisions. Oh, by the way, yesterday, um, I interrupted myself, but this is important. Like Mark Ulrich um, came up to give a word of knowledge, where he, he came to me during worship, and he said, Matt, I really feel like there needs to be some type of altar call mm -hmm. or uh, invitation to accept Jesus here after worship. And because Kevin was doing the transition with baptism, uh, Mark walked away. I went over to Kevin. I said, hey, Mark, share this. Mm -hmm. And Kevin turns to me. He says, well, do you think Mark would want to share that himself? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. Let me, let me ask him. He said, well, why don't you go ask him? And, and then uh, so I went back to Mark. And, uh, and he, man, what, a, what an awesome, courageous yeah, One of our moment. elders. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I, that point right there, I so appreciate how Kevin... He got up, well, they went up together, right? And and Kevin introduced Mark as founding elder, you know, one of the original pastor, 12 was there, pastor. you know, and just the honor that was there and helping people who are maybe visiting for the first time who don't know this guy. Of course, there's just important detail, but it set the stage to hear and receive from a guy That's who right. has been, like the DNA of ECC is, has, has, he carries it. Oh, it's been fleshed out. Through Matter of fact, out of him will flow rivers of, yeah. 
living DNA, man. It, what a beautiful soul. If Mark's was, up there, I'll even consider yeah. getting saved again. If well, Mark's up there calling four people, me. Four people ah. got saved in that moment. I'm a happy man. This mm-hmm. is Jim's happy face. Yes, it was incredible. Now, I, my happiness has to end. We're at the end of our time, but I just want to simply remind you that Kevin, can you believe it, man? You I, and I can blow 18, 19 minutes like that. <laughs> um, I just want to remind you, Kevin is saying something that he must increase, we must de- yeah. decrease. Yeah. John 3.30 was the passage. I won't even take the time. You remember that John the Baptist is sitting there saying, I've got to get less. He's got to get more. That is the mantra for this year. The only way we know how to do it is to stare at his life over and over and to tell you stories of how he's impacting others. And then we will see him increase in us. So may it be our prayer, Jesus, take over more real estate in our lives, man. Mm -hmm. It's yours. Sound good? It sounds great. Yeah. Hey, missions weekend this week, and then we're diving into the life of Jesus, particularly around his call and his sending. So uh, we hope that you stay with us for the next couple of weeks. We appreciate you as a community. Take care. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com. Community